UFC Vegas 16. So guys, I hope you're well and all staying safe. Now this ideally should have been my second podcast, unfortunately, but what's unfortunate, but no, there's nothing unfortunate about it. It's going to be my first podcast because my first podcast, which should have been about UFC Vegas 15 and the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight turned out to be a complete shit show. Yeah, I got the whole um, recording of both audio and the video just completely messed up. I thought I could piece everything together easily, nicely. It would have taken me some time, but I thought I would have uh, managed to hack in the end. But unfortunately, it, was just, it seemed like it just wasn't coming together. So it just seemed like a complete shit show from hell. So the whole thing was just a complete fucking mess. So um, I try not to swear, but I'm just being honest with you. So UFC um, Vegas 16. And first up, Victoria versus Henderson. Uh, sorry, Hammerson. Um, yeah, that the first, you know, overall congratulations to Return on his win. I can see in the fight that he gave it his all, and uh, he was just fighting like a warrior to, um, right to the end. You could see, you know, again, um, no, I'm not say again because this is my first podcast, but in any fight that I've watched, whether it's highlights or the real fight, um, I can tell, even though know, both sides are really good, you can kind of gauge who basically is the winner by the end of even the first round, who you know, or who is really. Who's really going to win? Because you can see he's really um, fighting more aggressively and more very animatedly, just really giving it the always, um, not giving the opponent any room at all, always trying to get a strike or a kick in there. You know, with, with Tories, um, with Tories win, uh, win was uh, was really good. You know, in the first round, he threw, threw some really heavy strikes. You know, he th- fought aggressively, um, got a few kicks in there. <laughs> And just I made lots of notes in this because I just wanted to make sure I get everything in. Um, you know, as the commentators were saying, as the Dominic Cruz was saying, um, all the hard work that Victoria had put in, in the training in the gym, uh, making weight and just er- and everything else for this fight, you know, it really paid off. So, you know, congratulations congratulations to him. And uh, as I can't remember who said this, that Dana White or another um commentator or another official um mma um spokesperson for the ufc or um the sports itself said now vittori is um now it ranks as one of the um the top five in the sport is it for i i can't remember but that thing was made so you know so this fight and another fight i can't remember the opponent but another fight he's had um not too long ago has um when you push him right up to the um upper echelons of the uh of the ranking so he's now one of the top five now up after that fight was the jamal hill versus um got up something it's a haitian name of saint pru uh for the catch weight um now this fight i mean um hill hill is 29 years old and uh pru is 37 now when i first saw the um so the fans and saw their stats and age-wise especially i thought okay is this really even matched and uh when i saw them fighting in the fight i could see that proved by just like halfway into the whole fight was really you know really gassed down was really worn out you can see that he wasn't recovering at least from my perspective my own opinion and again i'll make it clear as i said in one of my other past videos and even now in my first podcast i'm still very much a novice to the sport and you know, I still have so much to learn about the sport of of mixed martial arts, and uh, I really was reminded about that again when I had my first um training session, or should, should I say, boxing kickboxing session with Charlie Charlie, who I do much, who who I do talk about um 
mixed martial arts with um very often. Uh yeah, but back to this fight, um Jamal Hill versus I'm saying Prino. Um out of the out of the two people, Hill won the fight and I could see that even as an you know, as someone who's very inexperienced in this fight, he was um getting plenty of kicks and punches and strikes um and there wasn't giving his opponent any room at all. Um uh, and really it ended I made notes on this. It ended um with excuse me. I hate really um losing my train of thought. I'm like that and get my words jumbled up. I apologize about that guys. It ended basically the TKO from Hill. Um and in a in a, not yeah, he did he did have an interview um earlier about the fight um with a guy called James Lynch from I think from Odd Sports YouTube channel or Odds um Odds YouTube channel, uh, a Canadian uh, mixed martial arts uh, journalist. And in the interview Hill um said that, you know, his plan is to to dominate at UFC Vegas 16 and that's you know that's exactly w- what he did and congratulations you know he proved um he's a man of his word <laughs> that's exactly what he done he, you know he won so after that you got the lightweight division uh we've got Gabriel Benitez and Justin James now this I have to say even though Benitez won the fight um uh the two guys um Benitez won the fight but the two guys um uh, not uh, but both fighters for a good fight, even though James didn't win. Um, I was watching both of them fighting really aggressively on either side, really animatedly, you know, getting loads of punches and strikes in there. Neither one was giving the other um, opponent any room. Um, you know, both fighters were seriously on fire. You know, I would love to give <laughs> much more as an in depth um, commentary about the, about the sports, you know, whilst giving my two cents, but you know, again, as always, um, remind people that I'm so very much a novice. I like this sport a lot but I know there's a lot I have to learn. So um when I do when I do talk about um various matches and fights I've seen before in the past and even the ones I'm talking about now, um I do tell people that I'm a novice, I'm still learning a lot, so please forgive me when when I do come across as a bit of an idiot. And uh, now in this fight at one point the referee even had to stop the fight because it was really getting serious <laughs> on both sides. And again, he had to stop the fight a second time because I think, um, was it Jane or Benitez? There was a groin kick that someone threw. Um, no, it was Benitez that threw a groin kick to... Uh, no, it was Jane that actually threw a groin kick to Benitez. So the referee had to step in and stop the fight. So Benitez did win the whole fight and uh, he won uh, with a knee to Jane's chest. And after that, that was almost like a takedown for... Um, Benitez got James down on the canvas and just dishing out blows. And, uh, yeah, the fight actually lasted just one single round. So, congratulations to Benitez. Uh, that that was fucking awesome. That was really, really awesome. You know, there were some, uh, there were some fights that happened in this event that, uh, because a uh, particular fight is so good, um, it didn't even take, it didn't even last for more than one round. And, um, yeah, they got, the, they got their win by a knockout. Now, after that was the fight between... Georgian fighter Roman Dol God I hope I pronounce his name correctly. George not Georgian. Roman Dol Dolitz and the American uh no he's not American, he's actually Brazilian. 
Brazilian MMA fighter John Allen now in this fight yeah um, Dolid uh, won the fight um, uh, both fighters especially when I say both fighters but now from what I saw um, Dolid um, did come out as a better fighter I mean uh, plenty of takedowns from his side um, at one point managed to get Allen in a, uh, a leg lock and uh, managed to keep him there. Okay, no, scratch that, scratch that. Let me, this um, next fight, Roman versus John. Uh, Roman Dolitz versus John Allen. Let me start that again. So it's between Roman Dolitz and John Allen, uh, the Georgian fighter versus Brazilian fighter, light heavyweight division. So Dolitz won this uh, won this whole fight. And uh, out of the two fighters, from what I could see from my perspective as a novice <laughs> As a novice fan, uh, it was clear that um, Dolides did win the fight. He had numerous takedowns from his side. Um, he was quick on his feet, always moving, not giving uh, Allen any room at all. And uh, you know, at one at certain points, I was actually watching him. And you know, the st- now nowadays because of, of the pandemic, because of coronavirus, you know, um, the stadium wherever they're going to be holding these fights is going to be empty. And I could see um, uh, Dolly's had a, at some point had a smile on his face, and I actually could see was he smiling or just he looked like he was taunting um, Allen um, after um, every strike he threw, every kick, <laughs> every kick he threw. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, okay. Um, at the at just towards the end, you could, I could see that Allen was really worn out, really tired, and he did like a did look slightly a bit of a mess. You know, his face looked sweaty and uh, red, red and puffy. Um, towards the end, and uh, yeah, um, Dolid's won the uh, won the round. Not round, he won the fight. Uh, just at the end, he was dishing out. Um, whilst he managed to get Allen on the uh, canvas and pin him to the ground, he was dish- just dishing out um, strikes. So, was it? Yeah. God, I'm gonna make this an honest podcast, but um, let's try not to mess my words up. Uh, yeah, it was a. It was a good fight. Um, uh, as I say I'm learning more about sport. Uh, the more fights I watch, uh, the more training I do. Uh, so yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna say much else about this particular fight. Uh, next one, it was Jordan Livett versus uh, Matt Wilman. This is the lightweight division. So I have to say, out of the whole UFC Vegas 16. And I focused my attention on the uh, main fight card. Um, this was, I think, could I say shortest? Or cause I didn't see the uh, the other half of the card, but this fight only lasted a single round. It was about thirty to thirty to about fifty seconds. Uh, it was fucking crazy, really. Um, Livet managed to get Wilman just in a body slam, and um, <laughs> it looked pretty nice and. Uh, from the commentators, well, I think it was Dominic Cruz. I said that he managed to uh, live it, managed to frame the body slam quite well. Uh, managed to get, managed to land um, his opponent Wilman on the canvas with his head turned to the side, so that it, it wasn't illegal body slam, not not an illegal body slam, but uh, it it was really many people in the MMA community, including Dana White, were actually shocked and just surprised how quickly the fight started and ended. Just so they, you know, it's fucking crazy and awesome <laughs> at the same time. And as I was watching it, just as the fight ended, um, I was just looking at Wilman and he looks like so lifeless just um, while he was lying there. 
Uh, not dead, of course, but it was a serious knockout. It's in, it was something that nobody was expecting, not even him. You know, they, just, they started off by ex- exchanging some strikes and uh, was there a high kick in there? But no, I know there was some pacing up and down and uh, just exchanging some blows and some strikes. And before you, um, before you knew what was going on, Jordan had uh, grabbed Wilman and carried him to the other side of the um, of the uh, cage and just uh, managed to get him down in the body slam. And this, you know, it it was crazy. This is what people were talking about in the um, <laughs> when, uh, when it was just going all over social all over social media, especially YouTube. Um, just the um, KO body slam was just insane. And I didn't want to really spoil the picture for myself until I actually looked at the um, looked at the um, actual fight, see how it happened. And it, it was insane, you know. Just and that was it. He won the fight. You know, it's just uh, crazy. <laughs> uh, so do 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 do. Yeah, I think I covered that bit. Da, da, da. All right. So in the other news, uh, yeah, I was. This is something I actually mentioned in my last podcast. Um, it was about um, TJ Dillinshaw. Now, he is someone who um, I think I saw a few posts from other mixed martial arts, fight, arts fighters who had actually commended him for how he... I, I can't remember what fight it was for, but he had been commended and been uh, received lots of praise for how he prepared for a particular fight, how he made weight so quickly. I think he had to um, shred down to a particular um, weight class. And, of course, uh, eventually um, after that, he was uh, it was found that he was caught out in a, a drug test, a tested positive for a banned substance, you know. Turned out that he was cheating by using PEDs. But recently, I think is about a week ago, he came out saying he wants to have a shot at the title at the title fight. Now, my friend Charlie that I talk about a lot in my YouTube videos um, about mixed martial arts. Excuse me. He said that um, basically this guy is a sore loser, and um, he's a good fighter, but he's a, a sore loser. And uh, what's more, as I've said, um, he has tested positive for PEDs. And when he came out and said he wants a shot at a title fight. Some other members of the mixed martial arts community, some other um, current performing competing athletes, they they disagree with him um, being being given the opportunity if that should ever come to pass. Now, one athlete um, called Al Jermaine Sterling, who I've not really heard of before, but he I think I think by looking at a particular thumbnail, uh, by looking at his Instagram account, he's um, I think the main picture he has there is, is of him holding the Jamaican flag. So I'm assuming he's a Jamaican fighter he said word for word when you cheat your entire ufc career and comf- comfortably sit out for two years with millions um, that you've won from cheating i think two things tj dillinshaw is number one in need of another paycheck and ready to take stateless um, to take sorry to take a sourceless ass kicking for it and number two he discovered another workaround in two years now um this does, in my eyes, it does echo um, the issues um, around surrounding the John Jones um, controversy uh, in his own case because after Khabib uh, won his last fight with Justin Gaethje with his undefeated record of 29-0, and zero, um, he was made the number one pound for pound, the, GO, um, the goatee, the um, GOAT, greatest of all time. And... Um, I remember 
John Jones tweets. Um, there was one tweet he particularly um posted saying that um the sort of blah 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 so and so. Well, I'd like to be given the same opportunity as well because it seems that these days, and he's referring to Khabib. It seems like Khabib just asked for what he was given. We can just ask for things now. So he wants to be made the um number. He wants to be made the number one. Um, he wants to be made the number one um go to, uh, greatest of all time um again after it was given to Khabib as in, in his eyes it was almost like handed to Khabib but um another um MMA fighter MMA veteran came out and came out and uh, what this was actually um after John Jones said um online on Twitter after he posted the, the last week that I just talked about he said, well, um, AKA must hate me right now. And then Josh Thompson came out saying, um, well, no, we don't hate you. We just hate the fact that you wasted that God-given God -given talent that you have, wasting time um, just fooling around with PEDs. And, you know, many people did come out and say, well, you know, it's kind of strange how he can be called a champion, whereby he's cheated and he has an, an unclean record. So, you know, it, that isn't really fair on other people who have been doing things uh, the right way, the proper way, making weight, you know, cutting weight, going up in weight going down which way training preparing working hard and you know to um, so you can find compete and to succeed you know if you've used um steroids in the past in order to compete and win and gradually build up your um your your resume your career and all those achievements and to um to reach champion or to reach a great greatest of all time status be basically done so with unclean hands then it really isn't fair what sort of messages does that send out to people you know it's just it's just really wrong now the last thing i'm going to cover in this podcast is the issue of your romero that um dana white has made clear that he's going to be cut from the ufc i think um let me find out yeah so Dana White has, um, what well he said after the um, UFC Vegas um, 16 event, basically they are going to be making plenty of cuts in the UFC. Um, he, and I think he said word for word, he quotes the figure of approximately 60 um, fighters are going to be um, are going to be cut from the organization. And there's one fighter in particular that he talks about, Yo Romero. He's going to be cut from the UFC mainly because he's lost four of his last um five um fights he was um was contracted to fight and he's 44 years old and uh really doesn't see a future for him uh in the ufc at least for him, for him to be fighting any longer and i also point out as well that um anderson silver who left the ufc after his last fight um who's 46 years old and uh, he also has quite you know a really good um a really good uh, record and career behind his name. Um, he he's was cut from the UFC um, after that last fight. Actually, he had to be cast off to hospital. And Dana White did uh, make it clear in the post and press conference that he initially he just wasn't um, he wasn't um, uh, he wasn't happy for Anderson Silva to fight that fight to um, participate and to compete. But he thought because he sees. Um, Silver as a friend and has so much respect for the guy, you know, as an athlete, he thought, you know, he would bend the rules and, well, not bend the rules as such, and I hope people are going to call me out for that, but he would um, give him that opportunity and give him that chance to fight. But, you know, um, things didn't work out so well and Anderson Silver lost that fight and so um, Dana White come from the UFC and I think Silver actually went to PFL and PFL, the last I saw on social media, on YouTube anyway, 
uh, even they don't want him either so guys um i'm gonna wrap up um i know this god one thing i do hate about uh, making youtube videos and even um, podcasts like this and even though this is my first podcast is that um i'll be saying something and i can't lose my um, train of thought or kind of kind of think of <laughs> what to say next and um I always seem to jumbling up my words, which I hate them, um, because then it kind of spoils the whole thing for everyone or for anyone listening, even for me. So, uh, but no, um, my first podcast, um, really, there should have been my second podcast. The first one, which was about UFC, Ve- UFC Vegas uh, 15 turn, let's be a complete fucking mess. I couldn't um, merge and match up the audio clips or the audio um, recording up to the video recording. So I just turned out to be a mess and I thought, just to how they get, move on to UFC Vegas 16. It's the one that everyone's going to be talking about right now. But um, if you've listened to the end, thank you. And I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you're watching on YouTube, um, don't forget to hit the like um, button. If you um, enjoyed my video. And uh, don't forget to subscribe if you enjoyed my content. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, making... Uh, start working on basically getting all of this uploaded to Spotify, iTunes and other similar... You know, SoundCloud and other similar podcast platforms. At the moment, at the moment, I am trying to sort out a logo uh, for myself, for my channel, and for the podcast platforms, and also a graphical art background as well. So, guys, until next time. Um, before I forget, guys, um, yes, you can catch me on Instagram. My name's Ike Ojako One, and on Facebook, Twitter, and Parlor. Please do check out Parlor. It's uh. It's a platform which is far more liberal for people who want to really enjoy their freedom of speech. You can catch me on Facebook, Parler, and Twitter. My name's Ike Ojako. And again, um, guys, I'm still learning about this sport. I can't um, stress that enough. So um, please forgive me when I do um, jumble up my words or um, I do sound a bit off point about certain things. And also for the editing, I'll do my best with that. Sorry if it does um, seem like it's um, like it's a mess. Uh, I had to stop the video in certain places just so I can check all the bullet points I've made about each file I'm talking about and discussing. And I just to make sure that, you know, I stop the video and make sure that I get the point out there well. So thanks again.